What well, what's up, everyone? To another episode of the Motive. We are joined by the King of Kitchens today, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Luke Singh. Big up, Luke. The King of Kitchens. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I had, to, I had to think about that one before the episode. So. But thank you for coming no, today. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for coming, bro. You're good. Yeah, so um, for anyone that don't know, you have obviously a kitchen company. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit uh, about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've, I've been doing kitchens forever. But me, yeah, so FNL Kitchen's been running uh, five years now. Um, prior to that, I started kitchen very young because so I worked for the big chains, learnt my, my, my trade, shall I say, making mistakes with someone else's money, um, yeah. ultimately. It's a good way to do it, to yeah. be fair. Um, so that's work. I'm a dad, two kids, Francesca and Grayson, husband oh, no. as well to Charlotte, Charlie whatever she wants us to be called today. <laughs> um, and that's me in a nutshell, really. So so, so, um, so, so we can talk a bit more about the kitchen shortly, but where, where did um, where did you kind of get brought up? Um? Yeah, so I, w- I grew up in Edmonton, okay, just off Silver Street, most people know it. Um, went school, primary school in Edmonton, went secondary school in Enfield. Um, look, I, I come from a good family, so I wasn't on the streets of Edmonton, mm. but you saw things happening. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's uh, it makes you streetwise essentially. You know which rich, which roads to walk down, which not, who to look at, who not. Mm. Um, and you know, I've said for a long time, I want to move out of London, take my kids away, which I do. But you learn by living in London. Yeah, mm. where where would you where would you go to? Well, I've said to myself before to go like Norfolk or like Cambridge. Oh, that's that that yeah, um, which yeah. is great. It's a nice life, big field, beaches, all of that sort of stuff. But I think there's a lot to be said though about um, coming from this kind of like yeah. hard yeah, upbringing. Really. When you look, you look at the job you know we all do today. You can't be a, a country bod and survive. Mm. You're never going to survive with the the problems and the. You know, one of our factories is up north. So when they come to every week, I get the same thing. Oh, there's traffic. I'm like, yeah, you're coming to London, bro. Yeah. Of course there's traffic. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, that's right. Get traffic used to and this. Smoke. Like, where we're used to, mm. you know, I've planned to come here early because there's all likelihood there's going to be some maniac in the road. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. Well, normally we're, we're filming a lot later and um, that's at like peak times when like there's a lot of traffic. Yeah. So. Bless people like Sammy, they have to uh, endure the... No, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it, it's worth it. But, but um, do you know what? It's, um, it's quite funny because I remember hearing this kind of saying around, stay in this place to become harder and then go to like this sort of place to stay softer. And it's... That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because but, like growing, I grew up in Walthamstow. So um, eventually I moved out to like Essex, Waltham Abbey. And you know, there's a big difference. Yeah. You know, away from the smoke like the people I'm not not that there's any, I love living in London man and growing up in London yeah. and learning and it's just easy to get everywhere commute is easy mm. like, I'm only in Enfield now so I'm not out but it's just that little bit further yeah mm. um, you know my showroom's in Cuffley people in Cuffley are it's just a different world mm. it's a completely different world to Edmonton which is 25 minutes away yeah yeah, that's right yeah, it's a, the contrast is massive you know, isn't it as people drive to our showroom like the fields the houses you know, you're not getting a house in Cuffley less than 1.2 mil. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's basic. It, in comparison. <laughs> but Edmonton's gone up a lot anyway. Yeah. Like the property yeah. prices in Edmonton have shot up. Yeah. And Walthamstow. Walthamstow's yeah. gone yeah. up massively yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the they've years. tried to invest a lot in Edmonton Tottenham with the new stadium. 
Yeah, I think they're just always going to struggle. You know, my son plays football in Tottenham, so every Sunday we're there. And I drive through and I see the same people doing the same things to themselves every week. And mm. how do you ever get rid of them people? Yeah. How do you, you know, Broadwater Farm's come a long way. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. Broadwater Farm. You know what, the, the first day on my job at 16 years old was at Broadwater Farm. Wow. Yeah, so it was like... And for me, I think because I, I I came from a, a nicer upbringing, when I went I went to these places, I was like, this is. I almost was a bit excited to, yeah. to see it, like this a TV different. program. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It was like a completely different world. Like, but pe the people were fine there. I just think, um, I just think, the, probably one of the things they they've done a bit wrong at places like Boardwalk Farm is they haven't invested enough into the yeah. place over the years, and they've just kind of let it. But as soon as you give something a reputation. Or as soon as you tag something as bad, whether that be a place or a person, mm. you know, like I was watching the news the other day, like, like, I don't know really what it's about, but about Matt Hancock and him breaking the rules during COVID and whatever else. Like, mm. And then he was on that um, I'm a Celebrity program however long ago. And he, was oh, like, yeah. he seemed like a cool guy, you know? Yeah. But because he's got that tag, like, yeah, let's, let's be honest, more people than him broke the rules during COVID. Yeah, you know, yeah, me yeah. included. Mm. You know, like we did. Mm. Yeah, that's you right. Know? I think I think um I think there's just the the kind of walking contradiction where it's like you can't do this and you can't do yeah. that. You and you're the one saying it. Yeah. You know, and and it, and then it's like yeah, unfortunately, if you're going to be that person to say something, you have to lead by that yeah. example. The it's, problem is he's a puppet. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't make them rules. He was told to say them rules. Yeah, that's right. And, and he's that, got to do that what can he's never got. be hidden, you know. Mm. I make the rules in my business, so I have to live by them. Yeah. Yeah, um, right or wrong. Yeah, you know, we have a conversation today of my team. We have sales target. I have to lead the sales every month to show you you can do it. Yeah. If I don't sell anything, you, you're definitely not yeah, going to sell chance, anything. Yeah, what chance yeah. are I'm have? not in early. Why are you going to be in early? Like, yeah. As much as I'm the business owner and I should be able to take a step back, like, mm. we set the stall. Yeah, that's right. You, you know? have got to lead by example. But I think I think the um, the thing that I've kind of learned along the journey as well is, is that not everybody can be good at everything yeah. as well. So yeah, it's good to lead by example in in all the the areas that that you're strong in, but people also probably if they've got the right attitude and the right mentality, they they can do the same as well, right? Yeah. It's like, and I think this is where the world is going slightly wrong, in terms of everyone wants everyone to be perfect, everyone wants everything to be perfect. Yeah, um, and it's just not. I think the do you know what? Like I am far from it. I am far from it and I'm okay with that. Like I'll, I'll make a hundred mistakes. I don't care really. I think the important thing is to make sure you're learning from them yeah. if you can. It's just knowing when it's a lesson and when it's like, no, I'm sticking to my guns all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? And so. I think you get to a place that we've had it, not recently, but we've had it, kitchen's got the wrong colour. Oh, like, wow, wow. The panic that can happen, but I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, Yeah, you've seen it. You, you want to keep it or you want to change it? Like, what, what do you mean by that? So like you fit a kitchen, but it's the wrong colour? Yeah. Oh, swear. Yeah. Change, color, changing colours of the kitchen is, is a click of one button. Oh, okay. Or one drop down. It could just be an oversight massively. Mm. So like I, I'll get the call like, oh, my kitchen's the wrong colour. Then the staff like, oh my God, the kitchen's the wrong colour. The fitters are panicking. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Like, does the lady want to keep it? And like, we'll just knock a bit of money off. Or do you want to change it? Like, okay. we can change it. We're going to have to wait for it. Mm. Like, there's two options. two options yeah. and yeah. how do you feel when in that situation when them situations yeah, happen yeah cool because it's just there's two scenarios right yeah, like, yeah. there's so much I had it recently with a client um, I don't think she'll watch this but anyway we'll see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she we done her kitchen sweet like such a nice person such a nice family no dramas um, and to this day we've still got one snack 
and we've got to fix it. And we just, we, I actually don't know the solution for it. It's just a bit of a pain and we've got to try and get around it. So I always keep in touch with her. I'm like, yeah, look, we'll be at your house soon. She goes, yeah, it's cool. Like, I've got hospital again next week. And I'm like, I won't say her name. I was like, you've got hospital again? Mm. Are you good? She goes, well, look, I'll tell you now because we're nearly done. She goes, I've got cancer. Mm. And I'm like, why didn't you say? Like, we would have put, like, protocols in place and, like, try to be a bit more cleaner and more accommodating. Yeah, she goes, yeah, I don't yeah. want no sympathy. I just want a job done. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, I know there's bigger problems. Yeah. My one door that's sticking a little bit, it's not a problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've got someone who calls me this morning and goes, I'm missing one hinge and, like, wants to come down and fight. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Some yeah. hot-headed geezer. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the, and the, 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 the line of dramaticness to versus calmness is so big. There's no one in the middle. Yeah. We get some seriously rude clients. Yeah, like, I could yeah, I could imagine. Like, yes, you are spending twenty, thirty grand. You don't talk to me like that. Yeah. Uh, how do you deal with them kind of people? I'd put phone down. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, don't talk to me like that. Still shut. I'm telling you, like, let's not talk like that. Mm. I just put the phone down. Then they'll call back. I said, if we're gonna talk calmly, like we'll chat. You want your kitchen resolved. I want you never to call me again. So like we've both got the, the same interest at heart. The, the thing is, there's there's got to be like a methodical way or a, like a rationale of, okay, these, like what you mentioned earlier, option one, option two, option yeah. three, whatever it is, it doesn't like, oh, but some people want to just kind of get yeah. get it all out. and Especially in my world, <laughs> the builders of the world called the kitchen companies, the glory companies. Because oh, we come, come in with our capes at the end put a nice kitchen in, they've just built this 20 meter extension and my kitchen's the, the showpiece. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fairy dust. <laughs> yeah, um, but equally it can go all wrong because if we're delayed and we've got stuff missing, we delay the finish. Mm. We delay the clients moving in, essentially. Not the four months of delays they've had already. Yeah. You know, that's... from the roof or the windows or wherever it was. Like, that's forgotten, that was long gone. Mm. We're right at the end, we're the last impression. To, to be fair, like, I've seen, I've watched a lot of your videos and like the final touches of like kitchen like they look yeah they look pretty and they never end kitchens you know as you move into your place the kitchen's there then you start opening all the cupboards putting everything away everything needs adjusting again Hmm. because it's the first time the cupboard's been opened three times for you to put your plates away three times yeah they all need to judge it never ends yeah just Um, constant maintenance yeah is that something you guys do as well no (laughs) that is stay well out we've had clients call us we're going to one on saturday we finished about a year ago they had a big fallout with the builder Five flats in uh, Walton in Surrey. And so, like, we're done. We're finished. Call mm. place, like, I need your help. I need you to come and snag some of these bits because I can't sell them. Yeah, because mm. cause what happens a lot of the time is um, builders, they'll take, like, the big meaty jobs, but they don't like the aftercare bits. So, essentially, like, once, as soon as they've done the job, they want to get as far mm. away the job as possible. Yeah, okay. And then make it somebody else's problem. And this is why we, like, try to emphasize so much we want to fit the kitchens. Oh, okay. They're not running away. Every supply only job I have is a is a nightmare. Mm. It is just a nightmare because yeah. my boys are used to it. They can do it. Their eyes closed. They're happy to cut up, fill a panel down. Like they're just used to it. Where builders are not. Yeah, that's builders right. are builders. Mm. And it does muddy muddy the water anyway yeah. when you start using um, external people, um, yeah. and then they start like not using things in the right way. And so, 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 why did you specifically get into kitchens? Yeah, it was luck, really. So I worked at Morrison Supermarket. Okay. Um, How old were you then? Six, I joined. I started there when I was sixteen and a half. Okay, young. Um, so I went college. Um, didn't like it. My mum saw me home one day, like three times. What saw me one day. Saw me twice. Saw me the third time. She, she was one of the managers at Morrison's. She was like, 
you're not going to college. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm sitting here playing PlayStation. <laughs> she goes, it's cool, I've got your job. Um, I was like, cool, it's only part-time to start with. So I walked in one day in my white shirt, trousers, and I spent the store manager, like, I'm here to work, like, what shelves do you want me to stack? He goes, come. So I followed him outside the front, and I'm like, I can't be fired already, like, what's going on? I just got here. <laughs> um, he goes, see all them trolleys? Like, go get them as quick as you can for me. Oh, it started from that so, level, yeah. So I was at that level, and I'm looking at the, the boys around me at the time, and look, the, the trolley department fits a certain person, mm-hmm. however we put this. Um, and I was like, right. So I ran around, got all the trolleys, 10 minutes later, I'm back. He's like, what, you're done? I'm like, yeah. He goes, like, cool, I'll sweep the whole car park. Wow, is that <laughs> And I'm like, right. So like, I was full of enthusiasm, so I was like, yeah, run around, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A week in, I'm still doing the same job. At this point, I'm like, I ain't doing this. My mates are flying past on their bikes and like going to the cinema, because it was the one on the A10. And I'm out there you know, sweeping car parks, mm. like, what's happened? Um, and I'm only six and a half, and I'm saying, what's happened? So I must have went to him one day. I was like, I can't do, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. He goes, this was your test. Like, you've, you've, you've held it out as long as you can, and now you've said something. You've not just thrown your towel and walked away. I was like, cool. So, so he brought me inside, and I worked my way up to be, like, a deputy manager. Oh, cool, man. Um, I was about 17 and a half, 18. Oh, so mm. pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, of, of a department not the whole shop hmm. um, and then my manager at the time so my department manager at the time he left and went to Howden's oh nice um, and his twin, twin brother already worked there and he called me he goes Luke I'm like yeah what's up he goes you need to leave today I'm like what do you mean like what do you mean I need to leave I'm set like, I'm going to be here till I'm 50 like what's going on <laughs> and he goes you need to leave I've got you an interview to say you know me come down and like you started so I did I went and had a look all look good, but I didn't know nothing. Mm. I didn't know about kitchen. All I knew about kitchen is where my dinner come from. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's all I knew. I didn't need to know. So I got a job as admin in Howden's. And I just worked my way up. By the time I was 21, 22, I was a branch manager. Um, so that was good. Howden's was cool. And we'll talk about Howden's. I never really mentioned their name. So, so, so where do you think you got that drive from? My parents have always been hardworking. My granddad was a grafter. And what I'm did like, he do? He worked on lifts, Otis lifts. Oh, yeah, Otis oh, lifts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what he did. Um, and was always grafting, always doing something in the house and and things like that. But I like money. Mm. Essentially, I liked money. Um, that also took a bad turn um, in a small way. Because I worked in a place, I worked in Howden's. I was 21, 22, whatever I was. No, I must have been, yeah, maybe 19. I was a branch manager. I was earning 25, 26 grand a year. Um, probably went up to 30. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with my money. What could I do with it? There, there was no, there was no advice. No one was like, stack it, stack it. What, mm. what were you generally doing it? Just spending, Just spending it? it? Yeah, Going yeah, out, yeah. buying clothes. Got a car, like not a special car, but got a car. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just had money. No, um, and ultimately that all got to my head. I thought I was the bollocks. <laughs> Balling. Yeah, I was. I was, I was, I was, because none of my friends had this money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one did. You know, I was going out every weekend and spending money. I was buying clothes like I was going out of fashion. Um, Just consumerism, isn't it? Yeah. I think a lot of people who like earn good money but don't really understand money, they just spend it. Yeah. And ultimately, it all got to my head. Then I got introduced to cash. Oh, okay. You know, because however we look at this, the building industry is very, and I think it still is, it is, it's still very cash-driven. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Cash is king. Yeah, it, it's going to be hard to detriment that. See, see, I've got, um, I've got a different mind. Like, I, I find cash complicated in my in my world. Yeah, it yeah. is because you can't trace it. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like, um, what I can do most times in my life now, I can just pay with a card or something yeah. like that. So, but the amount of pubs yeah. you go to now and you, they don't take cash, I'll have like a couple hundred quid on me, mm. and you go to buy a drink, like, yeah, we don't take cash. Yeah, it's all new old order, man. I'm gonna get rid of it. Um, but in terms of deals, like when back then, you know, I was getting people coming in, like, can I have a door? Like, I've got twenty quid. The door's thirty quid. And I was like, yeah, cool. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it yeah. wasn't. I was stealing it. Like the cash was going back in, but I was just coming in at the end of the day and like, right, cool. That's two hundred pound for them three doors that we've just sold. He didn't want a receipt, so I took cash. Like that was just wrong. Mm. But it it was just what was about. There's a naivety though when you're yeah. younger as well. Like you just accept certain things yeah. that as you grow through life, I think you're a bit like, well, actually you're doing them more of a favor than you're yeah. doing yourself. That's yeah. what ends up really happening. No, I had I had one builder who, so you know yourself, how did you have credit accounts, right? Yeah. I had one builder who used to set up limited companies, run up a 20 grand bill, close the account. Oh, wow. really? Full well knowing. I'm sure things are different now. How does they chase me? And once you go to a limited company, what can you do anyway? Mm. And he was a he was a bastard about it. You know, he was opening one in his daughter's name, his son's name, his missus name. Mm. Like so in one way, shape or form is affect their credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it always comes back before. to bite you, to mm. be fair. Um but yeah, like like now if someone's doing that in my business, I'm like, listen, go away. Like, do it to someone else or why are you even doing that at all? Have, has that ever happened? Like have you ever been knocked or no, um... not for like five hundred quid. Was yep. the most we've been knocked for. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's still painful. Um, we had someone who lives literally a stone's throw from here, um, mm. tried to sue us last year for creating too much dust when oh. we fitted the kitchen. Oh, I swear! Like it was mental. The whole scenario it was last Christmas. Ruined my Christmas. He was like, "Yeah, I want eighteen grand." I'm like, "Bro, so why?" That's a scam. Yeah, it, he had every intention of doing it. Mm. The house was semi live, like they were living there. He was like, my son's have got a breathing condition. My other son's got this condition, and I'm like, but you never told us that. Like, if you, like we're humans, you tell us that we're gonna put maybe a few precautions in yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, if it's a priority, isn't it? But you're having a kitchen. Like, mm. what did you expect? It was just gonna fall out of the sky and then like come into your house. Mm. Um, and it went really, really far. And I had a solicitor involved. He had his solicitor involved. In the end, I called him up one day after Christmas, and I'm like, bro, do what you want to do. I ain't giving you nothing. Mm. And he backed away. Yeah, did he? Mm. Straight away. Yeah, it was just a, like a, fo a former yeah. black And I was so close to giving him the money. You see? So close. Because I just needed his problem gone. Mm. Mm. You know, and, and he actually, came, we had a meeting before he proposed this figure. And um, on me, I had two grand in cash. Because I knew he was coming in. And the meeting sort of ended like, look, we're cool. Let's just forget about it. Let's move on. It must have, so I was like, well, I'm not going to offer you no money. It's like good compensation or goodwill. And she must have got home an hour later, I had an email. So we've taken legal advice, all in an hour. Taken legal advice, um, we want half of the kitchen back, so that'll be 18,600. I was like, my whole world just fell in front of me. Whoa, man. Sunk. Yeah, he's like, my TV's damaged. I've had an engineer to come see my TV. <sighs> I'm like, bro, shut up. And like, you know. So how long did that last? Three months. Three months. Three months. And it got in my head. Did it? Not yeah, much gets it, in my head. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. it got in my head. I was, Christmas was half ruined. 
Did you have to seek legal about. advice or? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Mm. And and it was hard, right? Because there was nothing in place, which we have got in place now, that says there's going to be dust produ- produced. Because, you know, it's the naivety, again, as being a business owner, you just assume people know we're going to cut wood. There's yeah, going to be some dust. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can't be naive. You know, you have to try and think of every problem. My TNCs update every week. Really? Yeah, yeah. does it? So when every new problem it. just gets put onto it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, whether it be problem or parking tickets or whatever mm. it will be, so just gets learn, added. You learn from it. Yeah. Um, and it's just pretty much a disclaimer to the, the, yeah. the client to say, look, while we'll do everything in our ability to be responsible here, this could potentially yeah. happen. Now, at the bottom of our quotes, for example, we said we don't remove any rubbish because my boys go in cars. So we don't have mm. space for rubbish. Um, but we can organise a rubbish collection if you want it. Everyone's yeah. like, nah, we'll sort of go to the tip. My of times at the end of the job, well, what about this rubbish? And I'm like, well, we spoke about it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, but it's your rubbish, not mine. I'm like, well, technically it's yours because you paid for it, so it's not mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, it's just mad. Like People's expectations are just crazy. Mm. Um, and I'd done a video at Christmas last year. Like, It's the hardest time of year, Christmas. I think for everyone in business because you just, we all close. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only time of year everyone's off together. But the pressure pre-Christmas is mental. Really busy. It's just, yeah, but there's one deadline. Like, you only need your kitchen for Christmas Day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they think. That's not true. Um, So the pressure, the screaming, the shouting, that's where Inside Out, the temporary kitchen company yeah, was. I was going to say, not any, there's no pressure anymore, yeah, is there? Yeah, that's where it came from because I had a lady who just screamed for like a week. Like, you'd call her like, screaming, you call her screaming. You call her say you're finished. She's still screaming. Mm. Um, so, so for anyone that don't know, Inside Out is is my temporary kitchen company. So we bring temporary kitchens, put them in your driveway. Um, I'm gonna get a photo and we're gonna put it up yeah, on uh, yeah. up on wicked. Um, yeah, so yeah. you can so carry on living while your house is being destroyed, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and potentially not have to move out. Yeah, which is seems to be the going problem. Good resolution to that. Yeah, if you're just doing downstairs, we'll live upstairs and have this in your drive. Mm. You know, and it's got all the facilities, got everything, everything you need. washing machine, mm. ovens, yeah, fridges, even a table. Like the next marketing um, venture for it on us is the work from home aspect. Okay, because you can mm. work in there. You can, yeah, yeah. From the size of it, like yeah, there's a little table, little stools, yes. uh, benches. You can work from there. Mm. It's a, it's a. Uh, like, have, have you seen this anywhere else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you there have. There are some people that do it, but ah. very insurance driven. So they do look like burger vans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're white. We've cladded ours with wood and made it look really cool. Yeah, it looks really nice, man. Um, but just a white box on your drive either looks like it's something to do with the NHS or a crime scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're more um, they're more like a bit industrial, the, yeah. the, probably the ones that you're referencing. Yeah. Like, and we're going to do every single one slightly different, um, exterior and interior. Mm. So they like suit people's houses. You can pick one day the one you want. Yeah, because we, um, I've seen them like they use them for sites as well, but yeah. obviously not of your one because your yeah. one's like a, a like a, a very niche luxury yeah. for private uh, sectors. But you you can do that variable, can't you? Yeah, where... yeah. and and you know we're not going to do it with the second one, but maybe the third. Put a toilet and a shower in. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's even bigger. Hundred percent. But my issue with that is like drain a uh, sewage waste and okay, foul that's waste. How, you, how do you get that? Yeah, so, 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 so what we used to have to do when I used to fit the big industrial ones is literally if there's a manhole that's of that person's driveway or their, 
that's where you'd run it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's keeping it, like, buying the adapter to go on top of the manhole to keep it covered. And yeah, yeah. Not smell like shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Or you have, like, a caravan one of them boxes. That's right. But someone's got to empty it. <laughs> yeah. um, so what was the jump, bro, that made you start your own business? What was the jump? So I worked So I worked at Howden's, I worked at Magnet, um, then I worked for um, an independent sort of high-end Irish kitchen company. So they're all based in Ireland. I was here. Hmm. That was about a year. So we did a lot of contract work um, in and around North London, but they were all there and I was the only one. It was just hard. How did you get into that? I got poached. So one of my big customers at Magnet was friends with this guy. He said, I want you to have a meeting with this guy. I'm like, yeah, cool. What have I got to lose? Went to the pub, gave me a wicked package. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Nothing to lose. Magnet wasn't, and and it's still not. It's a very flat line business. It's not, it's yeah. not a market leader. Mm. So I was like, yeah, why not? Let's go. Um, but I learned a lot of Magnet compared to Howden's. Two different businesses. Did you? Same the- products, but to, Magnet's very retail focused. Howden's very trade. Okay. Um, so you learn that. Mr. and Mrs. Smith versus the Grizzly Builder. Um, so I went and worked for him and I was doing a lot. I was, just, I was doing everything. I was laboring. I was helping the boys fit the kitchens and I'm a terrible hands-on person. Um, but I was, I was planning kitchens. I was trying to build up their retail business, which was non-existent. Oh, right. Um, but their lead time was about 12 weeks. Their cost was super high. Because um, it was nice, it was really nice stuff. So in that interim, while I was working with them, I was getting calls like, Luke, I need a 10 grand kitchen. I need a three grand kitchen. I need a five grand kitchen. So I started brokering between Howden's Magnets and a couple of other companies. Hmm. So I was still designing them, going around, measuring it up. Because I had my diary was my diary. I could do it anytime. And I was getting this Howden's kitchen delivered. I was getting this delivered. Then someone went to me, like, oh, I need a van for the plasterboard. I was like, cool, I'll get that. So I brokering that and materials. A year into working with this Irish firm, it wasn't really working. I hadn't hit the numbers he wanted me to hit. He hadn't really delivered what he said he was going to deliver for me. We were meant to have a showroom and all these sort of things, and we never had it. So he said, it's not really working, Luke, is it? I said, no, not really. He goes, this was a gamble for me. He said, what about if I pay you for three months and you just help me wind down? I was like, yeah, cool. Started winding down, FNL opened. Oh really? Mm. Oh yeah, and that's when you started it. FNL was already open because we were doing the brokering and we were still selling kitchens. Yeah, but it was officially opened. Do, do, do you know what I um I learned this a little while about when you work for like these big corporate organisations at like a magnets type mm. place? There's a very specific job role that they get you to do, which you can generally learn to become quite good at. Yeah, but when you work for a smaller type business. You have to be very dynamic yeah. and you have to learn all the, you, um, a, jack, a jack of all trades to some extent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. but you learn all how the, all the cogs move. And, and I think it's a very insightful thing for then if you decide to go out on your own, you've got kind of like that specific role mentality, but then you've also got the do yeah, all Yeah, the culture shock is huge. And you know, and you look at the, the boys and girls in the bigger high street firms at the moment and the managers, they're branded as business owners. Mm. Man, you're not even scratching the surface of a business owner. You know, you're managing your staff, yes. You're bringing in sales and doing lots of jobs, yes, but you're just a manager. Yeah. Mm. You're not You're not a business owner, but they want them, they're trying to give them autonomy to run their own business, but mm. you're not, you're, you have rules to stick by, you can't come out of these, you've only got these products mm. to sell. 
Well, you you know just more than anyone, the accountancies, the insurances, yeah. like we've got a fleet, but the people, the HR, Taxes. like the processes, the procedures, the list goes on and on and yeah. on. My, my, someone said to me not long ago, what's your job? And I was like, right, we'll get a list out, shall we? And I'm like, what's, what's your biggest job? Like, what do you do the most? Um, not what you're good at, the, at, at, but what do you do the most? I said, I'm a social worker. A social worker. Mm. Whether that's between my clients and their husbands and their builders or whatever it will be, because mm. that is an ongoing domestic, or my staff. Mm. You know, I struggle for my staff not to have any issues. Some are like well and truly warranted because life happens. Some are not. The spice of life. Yeah, it, it is. And, <clears throat> and it's really hard being a business owner and having people, staff. As much as I need them, and you know, ninety percent of the time, everyone's great. Mm. You know, they throw a curveball, grenade in, or whatever mm. it will be. I need to deal with it. I, I think, um, you, like, you, the kind of art in business is to make sure the pendulum doesn't swing in too much of any direction. Yeah. yeah. Um, you you need to have a level of compassion and understanding to your team, but naturally they also need to know who the boss is yeah, yeah. because you are ultimately responsible for a lot of things yeah. the risk all of it doesn't sit with your employees it sits with you yeah. so if something goes horribly wrong you're the bill and end all mm. and and i think there has to be uh, a mind shift there to make sure that people but do you know what i think through business employment in life some people care and some people don't yeah it's about to say that people don't care enough yeah you know, essentially. Some people really mm, do care. Yeah. And they will care enough to make something work. Yeah. And some people like might just be like, you know what, this isn't for me. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay as well. Yeah. Like it's, And it's hard as a business and that's why we're in groups like we are with, with GT and, and people like that where, you know, I've had shit going on recently and I was, you know, working I was working till eleven in the morning, going off to the hospital, coming back at five o'clock, work until eight, because that's what I need to do. Mm. You know, granted, that's not an employee's mindset, but it should be, you know? Yeah. Like it, because well, you well, you gotta be, you got to be careful because not everyone is actually an entrepreneur. Like, no. And that's okay. Like, there, there isn't... No, there's too what, many of us who have problems. You would have a problem, <laughs> wouldn't we? So, like, um, it's good to know your substance and what you're about and what... But sometimes, I suppose, the difficulties is then resonating... Yeah, but I imagine in your dad's era, my dad's, my granddad, like, you worked. You don't call sick, you work. Like, yeah. that's just period. Mm. Employee, business owner, entrepreneur, millionaire. Whatever it was, you worked. Mm. That ethos is gone. <coughs> Going, yeah. People don't have to work. Snowflakes. Yeah, people don't have to work. Don't work. You know, happy to sit at home all day. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's getting into a bit more of a softer world. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's going to naturally create softer people. Yeah. And mm. then... But it's, it's a revolving circle. Once the softer people come, the hard times come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because life doesn't get easy by being soft. No. Like, life becomes easy by working, like, being really hard. Being hard, yeah. Yeah, you doing... for it. Yeah, you've got to go through the, the grind to actually have a good life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it just goes back. So then the soft people create the hard times. The hard times create the hard people. And it just goes back around. And this it? is where I think that, that, you know, I mentioned it yesterday briefly to the educational system. Uh, you know, they've got our, they've got the next generations in their hands. Are they doing the right thing to them? Yeah, because you've obviously got children. So yeah. 
And you know, I've gone to my daughter's eight. I've gone to her parents' evening, and they've gone like, "Yeah, she needs a bit of help with this and a bit of help with that." <laughs> How do you handle that as a parent? And I'm like, right, she's eight. Like, if I give her Instagram, she'll run right on it. Like, mm. she knows what to do. If I give her these games, she knows what to do. You know, she's done many of Instagram stories for me over the years. Mm. And she does it. She's cool. So she's capable, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, how many things did we all learn at school that we use today? I was yeah. uh, speaking to another parent about this um, yesterday, actually. And she she had some problems and the teacher um, was being quite, um, saying this person that her child wasn't doing enough. And bearing in mind, she had some issues outside of work going on. But I think like teachers really need to come from a place of compassion and yeah. understanding like, and they need to be fluid with children. They can't herd them like sheep. Yeah, yeah. They're all different human beings with different yeah. characteristic. And you know, what one person might be really good over here at another person might not be. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, and I had some, there's some amazing teachers out there, but there's a lot of generic teachers and there's yeah. a lot of generic um, learning curriculas and, Mm. You know, that doesn't work. Well, stick I, to the script, I wish, yeah. When, before I left school, I was taught about taxes, mortgages, life, life, social media. It wasn't as big of a thing then, but just learn about all that stuff. Then learn about, I don't know what I was learned about, chemistry. That it's just irrelevant to my life. Nonsense. Not irrelevant to someone. You know, religious education, geography. What river not to drink from if I get stuck in a mountain? Like. I'm going to drink from anyone if I'm thirsty, if I'm stuck, mm. <laughs> you know, like essentially. But I just feel, feel like we're creating a future and and I'm trying to not go Andrew Tate on the world here, but mm -hmm. like where we're robots. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just rinse and repeat, isn't yeah. it? Just remember this and then repeat well, it. Well, and, and what's your view on it, mate? Anyway, who? Andrew Tate. Nah, he just likes fame. Yeah. Just likes fame. Clout. Yeah, mate. He'll say whatever he needs to say. Mm. Right or wrong, he just lacks fame. Yeah, he's not doing. He's not. He's a clever man. Like, don't get me wrong, but he just likes being in the spotlight. And the more he's in the spotlight, and more he says controversial things, the more views he gets. Mm. Mm. It's true because he was doing TV work like Big Brother and stuff yeah. like that. So from a young age, from a young yeah. age, yeah. Mm. The more views he gets, the more endorsements he gets. He pays for his life. Done. Because mm. I've heard they've had this has been quite impactful in schools, like with Andrew Tate, where schools have been quite yeah uh, anti. Like anti Tate, anti Tate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my sister was a teacher, so they get like told, you know, about Andrew Tate, and like imagine that, like getting yeah. told about, like, yeah. Would you would you have him on your show? Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. If you could, if you knew you were going to lose a load of viewers, if I if if it was detrimental, yeah. Um, the the thing is, is that all female people would not watch your podcast ever again. Potentially, potentially, but I'm a. Uh, you know, I I, I kind of hold my views back with certain things. Yeah. Um, and I think our, our kind of job here is to actually get to know the person or the individual. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some people want to hear that stuff, right? And I think I think the problem um, that you've got in this game is not everyone's going to like you for what you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I'm okay with that because um, there's nothing here that we're trying to do where we're trying to create something negative yeah, yeah we're talking to people that have created great achievements in their life done something positive generally come from like a, a hard background or a, a poor background and yeah. have made an achievement on their life which hopefully motivates and inspires yeah, other yeah. people to do the same yeah, yeah so 
if that message wants to get twisted by other people, that's going to be yeah. everybody else's problem. And it's all opinions because, you know, you could get someone come out, you could get Beyonce to come out today, for example, and say, I actually think Andrew takes right. Mm. It's a full U-turn. The guy's the best mm. thing since last break. Yeah, yeah, that's like, right. It, yeah. it just is. All, all I will say is the guy came from Luton and had no money and is potentially uh, a billionaire. Like and obviously there's been a lot of sacrifice. Uh, there's been a lot of um, you know um, certain things that he's done. You might argue are uh, immoral, unethical, but just to see the vast change of what a human being can do in their lifetime, yeah. when some of us aren't even leaving the sofa most weekends. Yeah. Like, so, and and I I know what it's like in my life to to be in a dark place where you're a bit lost. You don't know what you're doing. I also know what it looks like when you're found and get great achievements and do positive things in your life and that is far more fulfilling and that's what everybody human every human being should be doing in their lifetime yeah. is becoming the best version of themselves yeah the, the, the problem the problem nowadays is speaking your opinion is some people's opinion is worthless you know there is still untold amount of racism in the world there is uh, homophobic people and you know their opinion, you know, rightly or wrongly, doesn't count. Mm. You know, you know, foreign people shouldn't live here. Well, like, you're mad. What are you talking about? They've always been here. You know, the whole Brexit thing. You know, I remember people saying, yeah, but all them Eastern Europeans will go. Like, they've gone. Now you can't get good quality fitness. Now, yeah, mm. and there was a big labour issue with yeah. that as well. You know, mm. let's get rid of all of them, you know, like, everything be fine. All the factories now haven't got these people. Us, British people who were born here and things like that, there's a there's very few of us that like working. A lot don't. Mm. You know, the dull people signing up, the job centers, they're queuing out the door in the morning. Don't actually want to work. Yeah. You know, and that's just a society and culture life. thing that just we're in a rut. Mm. But you know, the, the Eastern Europeans that I've worked with, you know, love money. Yeah. And they don't want to steal it, they want to work for it. They want to work. Mm. My fear asked me last year, like, can I work boxing day? I'm like, pro no. Like, you can come back on the third of Jan like everyone else. He said, but why? Because when you've got a question, you've got to call me and I don't want to answer it. Like, that's the only reason you can't work. They're yeah. hungry, man. Yeah. yeah. But when you, like, think about the life that they got brought up in, yeah. to have that mindset, mm. like, you can understand why they're yeah. like that. So if, if they didn't work, they there was no food on the table. Yeah. And that's the mindset that they locked in. Like, And I think where probably, like, modern-day society, there's a bit more of a comfort blanket going on. Yeah. Ultimately, you're never going to be, I'm going to say this, you're never going to be homeless. Mm. You're never going to have no water or food. Mm. You know, you just, like, we live in a world, there's a guy I follow on Facebook, I can't remember his name, um, and he just walks into random restaurants, hotels, McDonald's, like, I forgot my, like, you missed off my chicken burger. They just give him one. Mm. Walks into hotels, goes, uh, which way is breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he walked up to a room and was like, oh, you're here. She, like, the cleaner's in there. And he goes, oh, you're here. And she goes, yeah, I'm cleaning the room. Like, I need to have a shower before I go. So he said, go to have a shower. Yeah, just, like, it's just, like, just, if you want to, there's a way. What, is that what yeah. he does? And he just video He videos it all, yeah. Does he? Like, got into, like, the Qatar World Cup and all sorts of random things, just, just by chance. Yeah, and just breaking boundaries, yeah. just, like, doing it. You've got it. the balls to do it. You've got yeah, it. Yeah, balls, isn't it? Um, but you're never, in this world, going to go hungry. 
not not well not definitely not in this not in cu- this not in this country Western, yeah I think you know, it'd, str- it'd struggle um, which, which maybe the comfort blanket is part of the problem because then yeah. the mindset shifts and be like well it's all right it doesn't matter because yeah. I've got I've got this as a comfort blanket you know when my um, my when my dad's episode's coming out soon and he was talking about like house sharing with another family and it was all poverty and there was there was no help at all but that created a hard individual yeah. that ended up going out into life and then working really hard yeah you had to go get mentality mm. yeah i want this i need it i need to earn for it and i still i've got that mentality if i want a new pair of trainers in my head i'm like you got work i'm gonna it. sell that kitchen i can buy them trainers <laughs> mm. reward know? system yeah I'm, we're taking the missus away next week it's her birthday and i'm like cool so i put this nice hotel and i i now need to sell you like you're buying a kitchen <laughs> this week and that's yeah. what i'm thinking every and i'll move on You've bought, cool, go through the process. Right, what's my next target? Cool, like summer's coming, kids are gonna cost me a load of money. I need to sell you. Like you're a good kitchen, you've got enough profit on you, I need to sell it. Mm. Well, that's good, because then you've got the vision, isn't it? And yeah. the aim, so then you and know And I said to my staff to today, done. you know, we are, we've had a great two years of consistent work. Um, through COVID, it was brilliant. Everyone done their house up and it's just trickled. We've had a small dip now in inquiries in. Mortgages, summer's normal this year there's no covid passports or anything everyone i know is going on holiday in one way shape or form um schools are pretty much normal exams have been normal and you know year six for example in primary school are going to leave and year 11 are going to leave and have parties and proms and whatever they do that seems to be all normal so we've dipped with inquiries so i'm like to my team you know i used to say to you like treat every client every lead any prospect like he's going to put food on your table. This is actually what you need to do now. This is real. That's, yeah. That's the it, mentality. If it dips, there won't be food on your table. And I said, I'd hate to ever say it to you, but I can't afford your wages this month. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That could, that could happen. Touch wood. It doesn't, mm-hmm. but that could happen. Mm. Did you find through COVID that a lot of people were doing their kitchens? Yeah, and mental. Stuff? It was, was it? crazy. Was it? Because they had money to, crazy. to I'd never made time. so much money. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, it was, it was the leg up I needed. Like if you said to me tomorrow, COVID's coming back, I'd say, yeah, bring it. Fantastic. Because <laughs> I saw you um, on your page, you was um, experimenting with other social media things. Like uh, you'd done, you you attempted to do a bit of like a podcasting yeah, interview. Yeah, we'd done maybe eight. And I, I wasn't sure if that was because it, things were really quiet and you were trying No, I to... think it was just because mental health was massively on the agenda. Oh, nice. And look, I've always believed that I, I don't, I wouldn't say I've ever struggled with mental health. Even though everyone's got mental health, right? I've never struggled personally. I thought I can quite strong, mm. but it takes me a long time to get comfortable with people and open up. Um, I like to help. I don't like to be helped. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just don't. You know, with all the stuff, you know, we've had a quick chat about it. All the stuff going on in my life over the last month. You know, I, I literally sat there last night and I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like everything is there, and I can't fix it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's um, really important about this kind of reciprocation of helped and being helped. Mm-hmm. It's a real crucial part of life because if yeah. you only help other people, then and you don't want to be helped, then naturally you're only inviting takers into your life. Yeah, yeah. and that was uh, a, and I've spoken to so many people about this. It's it's definitely a cultural thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in my in my family, I know Sammy's told me about it before. My friend Andreas, like all. Oh, like it's we want to be of service to people yeah. and we want to look after people but you know in in life you've got to, there's got to be a reciprocation and 
I think it, everyone's got to have their blessings in the same. Yeah. And I'm quite lucky. I've got people like Neil Giller who will always check in with me, and I've got George. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cashflow who will always check in with me. He spoke to me this morning, um, and he was like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "You know, like work's cool. Like work would always be cool. If leads get lower, we will just go harder. Mm. You know, if, if people bring us problems, we'll bat them away or fix them. Like one mm. of the two. But like life is just hard. You know, like I'll, I'll, we'll go into it. Like so, my nan is in hospital. She had a fall. She's now been moved to like a rehab hospital with the view of her going home. This hospital only keeps her for two weeks. So she's, she's going home bed bound. Oh, is she? So she get a care package from the NHS, which is six weeks of free care. Then she's got to pay for it four times a day. So these carers come in four times a day. But like logically, when you think about it, and, and this is where like I go like all antsy and all Viking, like why do I pay taxes? <laughs> but I'm like, cool, so... She'll get a carer coming at six in the evening, potentially, maybe seven. Their next carer is due, logically in my head, at seven in the morning. So she's already in bed for 12 hours. No one to talk to, no one to help her, no one to do anything for 12 hours. Then what happens if that cleaner in the morning, cleaner, um, carer that's coming at seven in the morning is sick or late or her childcare issues or all of these issues Mm. and the next person's not going to come till one o'clock. She's been in bed for however long, 16 hours. It's like, tough. W- w- there's no way to live. Mm. I said to my missus last night, if we didn't have kids, I'd move in. But I can't do that to my kids. I can't be at work all day and then be with Nan all day and not like they need me as well. My missus needs me, I'm sure. Like She's on her own most of the day, bar a three-year-old running his mouth to her. <laughs> mm. It's <laughs> like, tough, man. What, like, what, and I just sit there, you know, I've, she worked, she, her, and my granddad's no longer here, but he worked so hard for them to have a good life, you know, mortgage free, etc. She worked hard, she was a carer herself all her life and looked after us, you know, was the first port of childcare for my my parents and my uncles, so for my cousins. And this is your mum's mum. Mum's mum. Yeah, so, you know, she ultimately she's got, uh, she's got three, she's got five grandkids, two, three great grandkids, that she's looked after us all. Now she needs looking after. We can't look after her. Mm. So what are you going to do? don't know. Without putting her in a care home. Yeah, because I remember when my nan got really old and then, like, she has, like, four daughters. So they all had to take turns of going there. Yeah. Sharing. It. Sharing and a son. So can't like pick your family, though, right? Yeah, so it's like, it takes a lot, you know. It's well, a lot of... Well, what do you mean by that? People don't want to help. Right, right. Yeah, people can't help. Well, yeah, people can't people, help. yeah. They, they might want to, but you can't. You know, like my sister just had a baby. You know, like it's a bit. Baby's four weeks old, five weeks old. She can't. Yeah, who's going to leave him? You know, I've got, I'm running a business, mm. and I, and I've got kids, and I've got friends. Like one of my friends just called me like, as I was driving here. Like, bro, like, are we cool? I'm like, yeah. Why? He said, I ain't seen you. Like, I ain't spoke to you. I'm like, bro, I'm just busy, and I've got other shit going on. Like, if you need me, call me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, like let's get me. Let me get through what I need to get through. Mm. Um, because sometimes you just gotta like roll with the punches with that, haven't yeah. you? Like, the thing is, you can either sit there feeling sorry for yourself about the situation, or just keep trying to mm. just get through it and ride the ride the storm. Because things change. Things do change. It's horrible, man. Because you see her in hospital and, and she's like, I just want to go home. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I get it. She's like, you know, I actually just don't want to be here. Mm. And I'm like, Ross, like that's a a tough pill to swallow. Did you just say that? And at the time, be like, no, shut up. Mm. But like, would I want to be here? 
Nah, nah. It's definitely not the same. Yeah, my often just like lay in bed and we're talking. I'm like, when I get to that stage, like, just put a little put bullet me, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put me yeah. out of my business. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so, rightly or wrongly, we're going to have to do so. We have to lay in our own shit for 16 hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's no life. And I'm building a successful business and all the nice clothes and the nice car and the nice kids and the nice family from the person who started this family mm. who's got nothing. Mm. Yeah, but that's... I love, and love's just not enough at the moment. Yeah. So what would you do? Like maybe look to outsource like a, another carer. So you can outsource or... carers. The care world, you know, it's the it's the best business to get into. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Someone I'm... said to me years ago, open a care home. Like, yeah, my mate's got one. Yeah, his family own care homes and that. Mm. So it's big, big, big yeah. business. And I bet they're rolling. Tough. Yeah, it's doing really well, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the best well. business because you pay for the best care. You know, all that money. She and this is. Like, I don't care. I don't want none of her money. Like, I'd rather her happiness and she'd be here than her money, naturally. But all her money she's worked up for, potentially, I, I don't own a house, I rent. It might, in the back of my mind, when we will come to buy it, because it's just too hard. You know, so you, you rent, do you? Yeah. Right. You've always been renting. Always rented. You know, my rent cost me the best part of two grand a month. Yeah. Plus bills, plus food and the kids and clothes and everything else. I can't save for a deposit at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's impossible. A, that's, it's challenging. It's possible. But my kids don't get the best life. Mm. So it's a balance. But in the back of my mind, when my grandparents or parents die, you know, hopefully it's all there in a long time, that'll okay. be my leg up. You'll get a little bit of help, yeah. Um, the, the, the thing, the only good thing about renting is, it's like, you're not locked down to anything, are no, you? No, looking so, at yeah. mortgage rates, like, I'm cool. Yeah. My, yeah. my landlord's good as gold. Like, my rent's gone up 50 quid in like five years. Yeah. That's good. You know, yeah. It's, it's, I know where I am and I can leave if I want. Mm -hmm. you know, exactly. Yeah, you're not freedom. Um, but, She's gonna, you know, she, care homes. Some of them are like two grand a week. Wow. Can there be? Because you want the best care. Of course you do. Mm. Yeah. yeah of course you go put her in some hostel. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are rough, you know. Them yeah. care workers. And, and you that, see the care workers. Dead. Like, I'm. I was in. A, and she's getting a bit of dementia, right? And she goes, "Oh yeah, that nurse was really horrible last night." I'm like, "Who?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, "Are you telling the truth?" Or <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Here. But because she's got that mindset, mm. the truth's hard to like. To determine. Yeah, yeah. So That's she's back now, home. She, no, she's still in this rehab hospital. She's going back next week. They're bringing, like, all these, like, special walkers. Like, but she can't walk, so I don't know what that's going to do. Like, grab rails, mm. panic alarm. Stair lifts. Stair lifts, uh, Well, she yeah, lives yeah. in a bungalow, so she's oh, sweet. Okay. So I, yeah. From that point of view. Um, Like, a commode, so she can go toilet in. But, like, she can't get onto it. Mm. Yeah, bless her. Like, you know, you go from... It's weird. Life's weird, right? So you're a baby. You know, pre two years old, you're in a nappy. You go 83, 84, you go back to nappies. You go back yeah. round again. They and you do turn into a child. Twice mm. a baby, once a man. Yeah, it is. It's so, it's so, all it's heart. All women, all women yeah. yeah. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so I, 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 I fully understand that. And it's, it's, it's hard. I woke up three o'clock this morning thinking about, like, what can we do? Like, and I, I don't know what. What's the right answer? There ain't one. You might have to just maybe chat to her and see what she feels. Thinking she's in denial, right? Old people get into denial. Mm. Like, I'm cool. She's saying to the nurses, you know, I can walk round. Yeah, I walk around the house and go shopping every day. Yeah. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, you know. Like, and the physio's like, oh, like, show me how you walk. Ah, oh, maybe a bit later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they probably don't want to be a burden as well on, yeah. on, on yeah. anyone, yeah. you know? That's all she says when you go, I'm so sorry. Like, thanks for coming. You didn't have to come. Yeah, imagine. I'm like, listen, we're always going to come. Yeah, that's like, right. 
Um, and that's why you've always got to keep in mind that we're all kind of headed to like old age yeah. and like if we're, lu- if we're lucky. Yeah. So keep knowledge. always keeping that in mind and witnessing that and seeing that and having that in the back of your mind. It takes a little bit of stress yeah. away a little bit because you know that in the end we're all headed to like life short. Life short, basically. Life is mad short. One of my friends, a couple of my friends are at a funeral today. One of their pals they play football with. There was a big car crash in the North Circular a couple of weeks ago by North Mid. Mm. It was it was him. He died. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. Um, I I met the geese once. Like we oh, weren't yeah, friends, but it's just like yeah, that's that Thirty-three year old guy gone. Mm-hmm. I think he had a kid and the missus just gone. And we live in a world. What's what's the end goal? You know, do I want to be sitting on a beach when I'm seventy with loads of gold chains and? A helicopter ready to take me to my next destination, or do I just want to be happy? Mm. You know, because you put that on social media now, they all want a helicopter. I want a helicopter. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> true. But what, like, do we just want to be happy? And what is happiness? Mm. You know, none of us know because mm. we're not there. We're not old enough. What's, what's happiness to you? Happiness to me is peace. Okay. Like my life is full of dramas, and I'm in a rat race, and there's always issues. To wake up one day and just be like, I'm going to cut the grass. Have you ever been at peace? No, I don't know. I feel like my head goes up too fast. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never, I've never, there's, there's like real tranquility moments in my life, but I've never, I can't say that I've ever fully been yeah. at peace with myself. Because no. I don't think life allows you to be fully no. at peace. Either. I booked my holiday this year for 21 days, three weeks. I bottled it and dropped it down to 17 days. Because I can't switch off in two weeks. Yeah, I've never had more than two weeks off work. I've never had more than 12, 13 days off work ever at one time. So I was like, we need to do it this year. Because I'm hoping I can get to 10 days, like be at the point where the light's just on. Not doing anything, but the light's just on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then I've got seven days of just being fully there and present. It takes you 10 days though, uh, yeah. about 10 days, does it? Yeah. Just to lock off. Just to lock off. And it's my baby, right? Like the business mm. is, by my family, the most important thing to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, your, um, it's your baby, yeah. And it can just all, you know, one bad deal, one bad move, it's gone. Mm. Like we're all a bad move away from like, whether mm. that's with my wife, with my work, with my friends, with my car, I'm one bad thing away from not having any of them. Mm. You know, your car, you have a crash. Misses you do something stupid that you shouldn't do. Um, work, you absolutely fuck up a job and just can't get back from it. And we're one bad move from... Do you, do you know what it's like? I, um, I, see, I see my business very much like a parent as well, right? But I, think, I do think there's an evolutionary mindset that you have to have with business. Because when it's like a baby, you've got to keep... You've yeah. got to look after it. You've got nurture to it. nurture it and like constantly be on it like all the time. And as it gets a little bit older and it grows and it grows, you you have to be a different type of parent yeah. to it. But like, I've got currently a stubborn teenager. Yeah, yeah, have you? That's yeah. my business. Yeah. A stubborn teenager. Yeah. It keeps answering back. Keeps not doing what I tell it to do. Yeah, um, puberty. Yeah, puberty. basically. And I, I need to get to like the, the 20-year-old business. Like not in years, but, but yeah, yeah. A bit more mature. Sort of found his path and mm. like we're going for it now. And it's just getting to that point. You know, staff retention's hard. Yeah, you know, in the last five years, what we had, I've got rid of not a lot, two people, but we're only a team of five. Yeah, um, but I've had three new people come in. 
See, I'm not proud of it either, but my, my staff retention hasn't been very good. Mm. But the problem that you got is, is that not everyone, like you got to understand that you are the employer and everybody that you employ, you have to be able to resonate with yeah. and you have to be able to relate to. If you guys have got both completely different ideals of what life is, you are yeah. still the owner. Yeah. Like at the end of it, at the end of it, it all goes back to well, what is it that you want? Not yeah. The last guy I got rid of ultimately just wasn't money driven. Which in sales, mm. you yeah, need to you need to be money. Yeah. And I feel like we could be having a a, a similar, similar similar scenario at the moment. Yeah. Um. But you've got you know, I'm good at selling kitchens, but not because I know a lot about kitchens. You know, I've never been hands on, never fitted a kitchen in my life by myself. Mm. But I like money, so my. My goal is if I sell this, I have money. This yeah. works. Put them together. Let's have a party. Mm. Um, where somebody's like, oh, if we don't sell it, it's cool. Blase. If we don't sell it, it's cool. Yeah. I'm like, no, fucking sell it. I'll pay you more money. Yeah. Like, what, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you have a salary. Do you know, and that that's that's the other thing. It's like, you've got to lock that bar in place. Yeah. The more you keep dropping the bar, and if then before you know it, oh, everything's okay. Yeah, Nothing yeah. really matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if nothing really matters, then what's the point of even yeah. having a kitchen company in the first place? Yeah. And I've thought about it and I, I don't want to do it and I could scale back quite easily. Yeah. You, know? you reckon you make more money that way? Yeah. Yeah, would you? Yeah, 100%. How is that? Because I'd pick the jobs Le I wanted to do. Less prelims. Be the, my overheads would be half, if not yeah. a lot less. Mm -hmm. So I can just control the kitchens mm. I do. So I do, we only do kitchens 20 grand and above. Mm. So I do three a month, four a month. Because the point basically being is, mm. is that if you employ three people mm. and them three people don't do what the boss used to do, then they become a hindrance, not a... Okay. Uh, that they end up holding back what you're trying to achieve. Okay. And yeah. they might not, it's not like intentional, but it might just no, not be just working. Mindset, it might not yeah, be yeah. the right people. It might not be... Yeah. So I would, I'd make, I'd make double more, mm. I reckon. If you was to scale back. So would that maybe be an option? No. And well, why, could why it's short term. Okay. it's all me and it's almost okay. a bit like a mindset of taking a step backwards yeah. as well isn't it like, and it's all me you know i'm trying to create a business i can step back from yeah you know i've if she's watching this she's going to kill me but i'm trying to take tuesday mornings off the mm -hmm. last two i haven't um but so i can take the kids to school me and the missus go for a bit breakfast because i'm not present in the week mm. and then yeah i am there on the weekend but we might do something together on a saturday but sundays one's got swimming one's got football then like family might pop over we're, like, we're never together yeah, so it's, it's, it's tough being a parent, and I feel guilty taking a Tuesday morning off. Mm, you know, I, walk, I, know. I walk into work like I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I rocked up. I, I didn't get into work till eight o'clock this morning, and like everyone's there, and my office manager texts me because I'm normally there at seven. She texts me like, "Everything all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'll be in soon." Like I'm, I'm answering to my office manager like, "Where are you?" <laughs> yeah, you know, much as she never said that, but I want to create and I want to be the business owner where. I can go in when I want, only when I'm needed. I spend more time with my kids because what's the point? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm a complete contradicting my life currently. I'm not there for my kids. I'm not present by the weekend. And, you know, I get home half six, seven in the evening and they're in bed. One's in bed, one goes to bed at eight. I'm not there. Like, so what am I doing? Mm. You know, what am I doing this for? So they can have the best future and the best, you know, my parents gave us the best we they, they could give us I want to get better yeah mm. you know I want them to have a deposit for a house I want them to say dad I need a car yeah cool we got it don't worry 
And uh, and I think I I definitely think you can do that with that journey that you're on. But there's always a price to pay, isn't there? Yeah. And like, if you want to give your kids the best possible life, well, then the price you pay is that they don't necessarily yeah. get. So and that's as and and by and there's no right or wrong. No. Like at the end of it, it's about what you live with in yeah. like what you can live with. And, and, and you'll know yourself, right? We we work eight hours a day, right? Technically, we don't. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, I'm definitely not working eight yeah. hours a day. I'm, I'm a bit like too if, mental for eight if hours If I a day. said to you, George, you got between 12 and four, get it all done. You'd get it all done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. You don't need eight hours. Eight hours is a myth. Whoever invented this is stupid. Mm. Don't need it. I do more work between seven and eight in the morning, seven and nine in the morning and five and seven. Mm. So that's four hours. But the the issue that you've got as an entrepreneur as well is, is that you do end up getting this kind of tunnel vision mindset where you're so focused on creating a, a company or a podcast mm. or anything. And therefore you're sucked right into it and you're just fully focused on it at any given time. And that, yeah, yeah. and it's very difficult to change, shift your fo refocus and yeah, shift yeah. your refocus. But you know, you're, you're a natural entrepreneur. You work hard wherever you've go. You've clearly displayed that. And if you want something, if you want to create something good and positive and, whatever that is, there has to be a level of energy and focus yeah. that goes into that. Not forever. Nobody yeah. says it has to be forever, but for a period of time, because that would dictate whether it or not it's something is how successful something is. Yeah, and really if it works is. or doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. It's very, it'd be very hard for me one day to hand over the reins to someone, whoever mm. that'll be, and they're like, oh God, did you have to go through a few hard times? Nah, like, oh, I finish at two o'clock every day. Mm. I've got friends who've got businesses and they finish at two o'clock every day. And that was a very key point you just said, if it's going to work or not. By going into that fully speed focus, you'll find out if that journey, because because yeah. there's expensive. This None of this is free. This yeah. whole, like everything in this room costs something. That light, the the light, like any, like the speakers, everything costs something, right? And how long does that go on for? Does yeah. it go on for six months? Does it go on for a year? Does it go on for 10 years? Yeah. Well, at the end, like. What do you show for it? Yeah, what have you got to show for yeah. it? Like, because things have got to be sustainable. Yeah. And you, then, and you know, my friends that finishes early and and every day, like, oh, shall we go for lunch and all of this? And I'm like, bro, I'm working. What do you mean, shall we go for lunch? And he goes, yeah, but like you're the boss. I'm like, bro, your business has stayed where it is because you you don't have to leave it to. You can leave it five and do some. But I've done everything. Like, I've done what I had to do. I'm like, well, do some lead generating, do some filing, do some marketing, like. There's always There's something always to jump something on to Canva, do. like do whatever mm. you need to do. Come on knees, you know, as much as mm. this is great talking, this is all brand awareness, mm. you know, uh, in the post, it'll be tagged. Absolutely. You know, so there's one other person who didn't know who FNL Kitchens was at the end of this. Like that's the way it's Yeah, 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 that's 100% um, true. And it's mad. And that's where society, I think is just lost. There's not enough people that have the drive anymore. I think people um, just have to be clear what they want. Yeah. Like I don't think people know what they want. Yeah, they probably don't. They probably don't. That's, they don't know. Shall we buy? Shall we save up and buy a house? Yeah. Like my parents and family and even my missus, like let's buy a house. I'm like, yeah, well, like we should. But then you know I, I'm a director of my company. As much as they can't, cut, if everything went wrong, I've got something they can come after. Mm -hmm. You know, firstly mortgages now, up and down. When it, we're it's very unlikely to get a fixed to rate and things like that. Um, you know, one month we might pay in a grand, that runs out, your, your term runs out and you're paying 1500. Like, it's just so unsettling. 
Um, well, if you can't pay your mortgage, they come take your ass. Yeah, so. electrical bills and gas bills and council taxes, all changing all the time. Food. You know, how does a young person, I'll put us in that category, know what to do with life? It's too much options now yeah. anyway. That's mm. the that's a big you problem. Know, and I think it's, it's half a normal thing to rent now. Yeah, I'm it's half normal. So, yeah. I, I, I've just been mentally blessed with, I, I do struggle to figure out what I want in life. But when I say I really want something, get it i put well i put my heart into it like my heart and soul into it so my mind shift changes into an all or nothing person yeah. where it's just like like what like you're gonna get it yeah and don't get me wrong i need like don't get me wrong sammy's had to it's been a cut and, and my dad i work with my dad i work with sammy i work with other people like you know sometimes you have to slow yourself down and pull yourself like just calm down a little bit because you yeah. want too much too quickly like yeah, yeah. things take time I'm, like like, like, I'm a salesman's dream as much as I'm a salesman, I am a salesman's dream. If you're like, yeah, like so, I've got this boxing glove here, like a grand. Uh, yeah, signed by Tyson Fury. I'm like, uh, oh, okay, then cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you need the boxing glove? No, but, but you might need it if someone breaks yeah. into your house. You didn't like, know you needed it. Yeah, like, I'm a salesman's dream. Yeah, like, you got me. Holidays, like I use the ladies, but my holidays. She's like, yeah, let's do this. This hotel, it's gonna be out of this world. Like, be like a king. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do I sign? Sold. <laughs> Um, I'm a salesman dream and look, but that's why I work hard mm. you know the hotel I'm going to on Friday with the missus uh, next Friday that's wicked like the room's a dollar but it's wicked where are you going again? Uh, the Rosewood um, in London I've never been oh, there nice. I, okay. I oh, found nice. it on Google like, you're looking at a bag of room yeah oh, it's really? nice um, but I've worked hard for that yeah 100%. you earned it bro. yeah and it's, it's it's a big birthday. She's thirty, and you know, let's yeah. do it. I don't spend enough time, and you've got to enjoy it, man. I find it really hard, right, not to throw money at problems. <laughs> I find it really hard because I've not got the money to throw at problems. So I've got the money to throw at problems, and I throw money at problems. You know, whether that's my staff, whether that's my family, you know, same with my nan. I'm like, cool. I'll pay for the best carer. Yeah, but I don't know. If she's the best carer. I'm just throwing money at a problem. Yeah, do you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Um, but do you know what? I actually, um, I, I'm a bit opposite with that. As uh, I remember, you're tight. Ah, oh, do you know what? I did <laughs> went through a phase where I went really tight. Yeah, <laughs> mentally, because what happened was um, when I was working for a company, I was earning good money, and I used to spend it like have a good time, whatever. And and I would always like look after people as well. Like I, I just we all used to have fun together. But as soon as I started working for myself. I was like, you don't know when you're going to get paid next. Yeah. You don't know like when this is going to happen next. So your mindset shifted. Mm -hmm. And I was, I started just really kind of protecting things. More frugal. And, yeah, yeah. But a lot more frugal. Yeah, I'm wild, man. I can just be wild. Like I'm like, yeah. money does solve this? a lot of issues. It, it, it does. It solves loads of issues. Yeah. Loads, you know. Like, am I the best husband out there? By far, no. Like who is? But, you know, when I'm, when we're together and we do stuff like, she look like do you want that oh but like 300 quid like but like we'll get it mm. like we very rarely eat in shit restaurants yeah you know we just wouldn't live wouldn't. a nice life yeah and and you work hard the bitch you work hard for but, and you only live once mm. I don't want shit food I don't want shit <laughs> clothes yeah I hear that um, and, and, and like I'm not being funny but if you are working that really hard at least enjoy some level of yeah. rewards for what you're yeah, trying like, to do yeah like we're not crazy you know I'm not like I would love a like we've got the same car I would love a esque S version, what, yeah, 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 yeah they're um, nice. But I also know the cost implication of that insurance, fuel, and everything. So I'm like, yeah, like we, we won't do that. <laughs> but Sammy talks about this as well about like gratitude, about being grateful, about 
I think I think sometimes we're 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 focusing too much on the next thing all the yeah. time when you, you know you, what you got kind of thing. Yeah, you've got to be kind of grateful for what you do have, otherwise that can go, man. And yeah. do you know what? There's someone behind you begging for your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, it's that's perspective, it, isn't it? Mm. It's perspective. And do you know, I find myself more and more maybe as I get older, I'm thirty one, but I'm more and more negative. Are you? Yeah, mm. as you get older. More and more negative. In, about what? Just everything. Just in general. Like, oh, like I'm going to sell, like, and maybe I'm just becoming hard, but you know, my staff will say to me, I'm going to sell this kitchen. I'm like, in my head, no, you're not. <laughs> like, you're, oh, wow. You no, know, you can't be like that. No, you're not. And my missus goes, oh, like, this would be really? really cool. Like, let's go here. I'm like, it'll be shit. <laughs> and I'm just maybe more negative. I'm just getting more grumpy. And I just need yeah, that. Grumpy old man. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I just need that relief. I just, you know what you just need for a period of time, and it's hard, and I'm, hoping for something break like, yeah just yeah a break or things to just go well for a bit mm. like give me a little problem my staff run it without me yeah just give me a couple of days but you said this earlier yourself about um was it when you were talking about the car crash and, and stuff like the uh this person that passed away or um the woman that had cancer sorry yeah, yeah. it's like the thing we've got to be careful about in life is that there are real 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 problems yeah, 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 yeah. like and and i think yeah, my my twenty grand missing of kitchens, so like mm. one kitchen not getting in, it's not really a problem. It's it's not first world problem. It, yeah. It's a first world problem, and it's a financial they're, problem. They're, financial they're relative to to resolve. Like you need yeah. to resolve them. Yeah. Like I don't say just ignore them completely, but when you put the scale of problem and problem next to each other, yeah. they don't compare, do yeah. they? So actually, you should just be looking at it. Ah, oh, that's it. It's a minor. Get rid of it. Onto the next thing. Onto the next thing. But then there's that kind of thing about just making sure you're looking after your well-being all the time as well. Yeah. And looking after your health and making sure that... Because you can't do everything, but no. you can do bits of things like... Yeah, and that, you know, that's what I like. I've always... people. Someone said to me years ago, how do you want to die? Like, Ross. Um, how do you, <laughs> how how you want to die? die? And I was like, do you know what? I want to die in a blaze of glory. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want really? to run into like a house... It has to on fire, pull the whole family out. I go to get the dog, and then that's it. That's how I would want to die. I would die in a blaze of glory. Yeah, go out of a bang. Yeah, but do I? Or do I just want to die peacefully without fuss? Have you ever asked yourself what your funeral would be like? Nah, nah, I haven't. Yeah, it's a deep question. Meditate on your own death. I've always wanted to make sure that I had some upbeat music at my funeral. You know, like, I often hear a good tune. I'm like, I want that song at my, at funeral. my funeral. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've always yeah. wondered. I, I'm never gonna know, right? What my who who am I gonna be remembered for when I die? Mm. What would they say in my eulogy at my funeral? Mm. I don't know. Like none of us will know. Let's be fake it. I think you will always be remembered for how we make people feel yeah. ultimately. Yeah. So. And this yeah. is where trying to get that work life balance. I think I think it's what you want to be, like the, the the I think the the be and end all comes down to what you want to be remembered for. Mm. Like you can be remembered yeah. for whatever you want to be remembered yeah. for, but it's about what you do today that contributes to that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and that and that's and that's what it is. Like, and to be fair, that's your own legacy, just like it is. Yeah. And no one's is right or wrong. Like, no. well, some I mean, wrong. there's some extremities yeah. <laughs> in life, but. You know, I think at the end of the day, if whether it's through making people happy or um, being successful or like what whatever that yeah. have being a family man, like he, like 
it's, it is what it is. So, I think once you become a dad, there's so many boxes you need to tick. Okay. Is there a mind sh- uh, mindset yeah. shift? Yeah, you've got, you got to tick. And I don't tick them all every day, every week, every month. You know, you need to be there for your kids. Like my daughter's sports day is next week, Tuesday. At one o'clock, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. still in my Tuesday morning off. Um, well, no, I'll take the afternoon <laughs> off next oh, week. Okay. But I could really do without it. Mm. Just really could. Like, we're we're changing accounting software, so Monday I've got like three meetings on that. Mm. So Tuesday I need a day to work. Like I cannot not go. Yeah, like it's not an option of me not going. But I could do without it. Mm, you know, yeah. my missus, my missus doesn't work. She doesn't oh, work at all. For a so, reason, so you're like, like the only person. I'm that, the breadwinner. Yeah, yeah. But which she, is a, she's the glue. Yeah, I'm no glue. Like she, we were me and my son. He's only through we were busting jokes for her the other day, like winding her up, and she goes, "You two are nothing without me." <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "You're right." Um, but you know, teachers strike and they just announced more strikes. So I think not next week, the week after, my daughter's in for two days because they've got an inset day strike. I don't know, I think, I don't know, something happens. Like, she was in school for, like, two days. Mm. What are they striking about? Pay. Pay again. Obviously. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The thing is, kids yeah. don't stay young. None of us young. enough. <laughs> they don't stay young for long, man. No. So it's like, when I think as you get older, you're going to have their memories and look back on them. And I'm lucky if my daughter's school is a touch. They don't do a dad's race. <laughs> like, it's just a touch. I've got a painter in my showroom at the moment. His legs all bruised. I'm like, what happened, bro? He goes, oh, yeah, I pulled my hamstring on a dad's race. <laughs> <laughs> dad's trying to give it some minute, but they forget. Like. Um, but if boxes, I could do without it. But my missus can't work. Can't work, won't work, doesn't work, whatever the word is. So I can do what I need to do and be the breadwinner. But then she can give our kids the best upbringing. Because mm. schools are crazy. You know, I think I read yesterday, I said my missus, there's a 14-day heat wave on his way. And they reckon temperatures could hit 40 degrees. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Guess what happens? Close the schools. First thing the government would do: close the schools. Close the schools and put a put the hospitals on high alert. You know. Wow. When you close the schools, what do working parents do? They're stuffed, isn't it? They've yeah. got to find care. Because my staff, well, like none of them have got kids old enough to worry about. But I did previously. I oh, like my kids can't go to school, so they need to be home. And I'm like, that is not my problem. It's your problem. But. It is my problem because I employ time with kids. Mm. You must get, you've got a lot more staff than me and childcare must be huge problem. Yeah, do you know what? I think the most of the people that work at my place, um, I don't think they have got a, a it's, I mean, it's really expensive anyway. Yeah, uh, right. you, your partner could work a whole month and have to pay for exactly what that childcare. There's care. no point her, we put in, in childcare and she working she's yeah. not going to earn that because she'll do like nine to three or whatever just, it's be. just a trade-off then isn't yeah. it like you may as well be at home be fully present I, pro- I agree yeah i agree yeah my son's three and he goes nursery nine to twelve three days a week at the moment he'll go to like preschool same nine to twelve but every day next year like my kids are always got the lurgy always got something you know even i said to the other week like let's go on holiday out of term time just pull them out I don't have to ask anyone permission to go on holiday. You ain't got to ask anyone permission. We just pull the kids out of school. Is it as, problem. E- is it as easy as that these no. days? No, no. F- but f- you know what? I th- I'm going to give them a life experience. So it's not They're not going to go sunbathe and drink beer mm. for, for five days. We're going to learn how to swim. We're going to yeah, try a new yeah. food. and we're, like What the school can't give them. Mm, they yeah. strike enough anyway. I'm like that. If you can strike when you want, 
then I can take my kid to another one. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. really are you going to miss in five days? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't miss anything in five years. But yeah, it's mad. It's a mad world. Mm. So what's next, bro, for you? What's next? So um, that's a great question. I need my, my, my sort of two, three year goal is to get FNL to a place where it doesn't need Luke every day or all the time. And that will come with a bit of recruitment, a bit more training, and there's some more processes. But the goal is, you know, I'm 31. By the time I'm 35, I can't be doing 16-hour days. I don't want to be doing 16-hour days because I've been doing them now, like most people, but since I was 18. Mm. Mm. Um, so by the time I'm 35, I want to be further away from the business. Still there, but further away. And then I open up my own new problems of inside out, the temporary kitchens, that takes up all my time. Um, but that also running. But I want to, by the time I'm 35, I want to have saved enough money in the bank. You know, we start looking at buying houses and, you know, do we do investments? And should we go on holiday today? Yeah, cool, let's do it. A bit more freedom. Yeah, I want to, these five years of FNL, which will then be 10, um, and the 13 year kitchen career I've got has got to pay dividends. Yeah, yeah. Well, with that mindset, Will, by the time I'm 35, you know, I can be there every day. You know, my daughter will be 13 and my son will be eight. You know, I'm there. Yeah. You know, it's weird now, right? You go to, uh, I'll end it on this. You go to pick up your kids from school. There's not many dads. It's weird. It's always been the case, right? It's always mums that take them. There's never many dads at the school. Mm. And the dads you see, you spot and you like run over and go, hi. <laughs> yeah. But it's mums. You know, the world's got to change. Send the women to work. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Create, create something that gives you that freedom to be able to pick the kids up from yeah. school. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Or accept your life in its entirety of, you know, whatever it is it is, and that's Yeah, and okay work smarter, well. not harder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, I, like I work hard every day. Mm. Not necessarily smart. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with problems I don't need to deal with. Don't need to entertain. He's still a young man, mate. Don't worry yeah. about that. You've got time to grow and evolve. So, nah, that's brilliant, though. Um, Luke, thank you. Thank for you. For sharing your story. Thank you, Luke. You've been great today. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, maybe we can get you on again yeah. in uh, five years' time. See you, and, see yeah, you when you've got a TV series. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That would be like the Kardashians. Yeah, hopefully I can invite you to my beach hut one day. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Maybe we'll do a, an episode in your uh, temporary kitchen sometime. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> While it's driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just jumping up and down. Cool. Luke, thank you very no much. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers, bro. Big love, bro.